You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It is so great to have you with me, and I really appreciate the patience as I'm uh, on a little bit later today. I hope you are doing well. You know the routine. Hit your hand icon, and we will get you right on. Of course, uh, big news, the uh, Warriors somehow, some way, find a way to beat Memphis yesterday to take a early lead in that best of seven. Draymond Green ejected for a flagrant two. The NBA is not going to rescind that flagrant two and change it to a flagrant one. Uh, I did a rant on this this morning. That's the unknown with the Warriors. That's the big question mark to me. Draymond Green and his behavior, and I'm not even talking about the foul itself. I'm talking about after the foul. I mean, the guy just cannot contain himself. And moving forward, I mean, we saw what happened in 2016, right? We saw what happened when Draymond Green got suspended for game five with Golden State up 3-1 and the rest is history. I, I just don't understand why he cannot control himself. And again, I'm not talking about the foul itself. I, I'm in the minority here. I really am. I actually did not have a problem with the flagrant two based on the way the league has been calling it the last couple of years. Again, I, I'm not, you know, you could convince me it should be a flagrant one. You could do that, but I'm not, I'm not sold on it. In other words, when I saw it and when I looked at the replays, I wasn't watching the game live, but when I looked at the replay, I was like, well, I get it. You know, and it had nothing to do with the fact that it was Draymond Green. That's the way the NBA has called it. Now, you could say they need to change the rule, and I would say, okay, go ahead, change the rule. Change the way flagrant fouls are called in the NBA, and I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. So, again, thanks very much for uh, your patience. I was uh, tied up the entire day and could not get out of the room, and I just literally five minutes ago was able to – end my day and get on here on listen app. So I really would love to hear from you. I really would. Uh, again, Draymond green, he's such a talented player. He does so many things for the golden state warriors, but his inability to control his emotions. You just have to wonder if that's going to bite the warriors in the butt again. All right. I want to get to the Kings for a minute. Vivek Ranadive's infatuation with coaches from golden state, is ridiculous. And anyone that thinks that Monty McNair is going to hire the next coach, they are delusional. All right. And this is the problem with the Sacramento Kings. Okay. This is the problem with the Kings. Vivek Ranadive meddles too much. Okay. The head coach of the Sacramento Kings should not be determined by Vivek Ranadive. Okay, it should be determined by Monty McNair. Why? Because McNair is the one 
that has to align himself at the hip with the head coach. And Monty McNair's future depends on who the head coach is. Also, Monty McNair knows a hell of a lot more about basketball than Vivek Ranadive. Okay? Actually, I can get a first grader to tell me more about basketball than Vivek Ranadive. So the narrative that is out there, which I believe is 100% true, of the meddling of Ranadive is the reason why the Kings are one of the laughing stocks, not only in the NBA, but all of professional sports. Okay? That's the truth. And if you read Mark Stein, an extremely reputable NBA writer, he pretty much said that on social media today. And how Vivek is infatuated with Mark Jackson. And he put out there that Mark Jackson is basically in the lead right now in terms of getting the job and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, I'm not here saying that Mark Jackson would not be a good coach. But what I am saying is it really doesn't matter. Because as long as Ron Adive is the owner of the Sacramento Kings, it doesn't matter if you bring Greg Popovich in here. Okay? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who the coach is. So we can make a big deal all we want about who the next coach of the Kings is going to be. But as long as Ron Adive is still the managing general partner, we're going to go through the same thing in about two years from now. And in two years from now, you'll have a new general manager. And in all likelihood, you'll have Sabonis playing somewhere else and the Kings playoff streak of being a spectator will be 17 years after next season and then 18 after Sabonis leaves. And then where are you at? It's just awful. And I've been saying this. I don't have a dog in the fight anymore. All right. I don't. I feel awful for the Kings fans. I feel awful for the Sacramento Kings fans. Absolutely awful. I feel terrible. Kings fans deserve so much better than what they're getting. And regardless of my situation and not doing the Kings games anymore, people go, you're just bitter. Some people, no, you know what? It has nothing to do with bitterness because when it comes to the Kings fans, I love the Kings fans. I've had a, gosh, a bond with Kings fans for decades. I love Kings fans. They're passionate. They deserve a hell of a lot better than they're getting. So when I read from a reputable writer such as Mark Stein about Ron Adive and Mark Jackson, it makes me want to vomit. Okay? Because once again, you've got an owner who thinks that he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't have a clue to what the hell he's doing. And that is the truth. And you know what? Everyone knows it's the truth. That's the problem. As written by Jason Anderson of the Sacramento Bee a couple of weeks ago from an unnamed source who worked in the front office. Everyone knows the truth. Everyone. Everyone. Okay? They all know that the owner of the Sacramento Kings is the biggest problem with the franchise. Everyone knows that. But yet there's nothing that they can do because when you're the managing general partner, you have complete control and everyone else is powerless. That is the reality of the situation. That's the reality of the situation. And I'm not biting my tongue. I'm not. No, absolutely not. 
The Kings fans deserve better. The Kings fans are getting screwed. The city of Sacramento is getting screwed. And this man he has is not capable of taking a back seat like he should and let the people that he hires do their job. And now Monty McNair, if they hire whoever they hire, is gonna have to come out and say it was 100 percent my decision. Now, come on, stop it. We know it's not. Joe Dumars leaving the Kings to go to the NBA. Thank goodness for that. And it has nothing to do with Joe Dumars. It has to do with too many cooks in the kitchen. Another big mistake that Renadive makes. He hires a general manager, and then without telling the general manager, he goes out and hires someone else. All right. Same thing happened when Pete D'Alessandro was here. He hired Vladi. Then when Vladi was here, he hired Joe Dumars. And all of a sudden, Vladi finds out that Joe Dumars has been hired as a quote-unquote consultant. Vladi had nothing to do with it. And again, who's making the decisions? It's just not the right way to run a professional franchise. Plain and simple. Awful. So let's talk about that as well. Hit that hand icon, and we'll get you right on. All right, let's start this show with Jeff. Jeff, good afternoon. Welcome to Grant Napier's Listen App. Hope you're doing well today. What can I do for you, Jeff? Hit your mic icon. I'm doing good, Grant. How about you? Good. Good. What can I do for you, buddy? Well, I wanted to talk about a couple things. First of all, I'm going to argue with, well, I don't know, argue with you, debate you on the Draymond Green thing. I, I think he got, the two came from his, his uh, previous, you know, his reputation, basically. I mean, he's kind of getting the DeMarcus Cousins reputation of arguing and no, 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 no. He's getting, he, he's, he's getting what he deserves and what he has earned. Okay. It's not, it's not a reputation. It's the truth. It's not a reputation. It's a fact, right? The reputation has been earned. He's not getting a foul because he's Draymond Green, because this has been a repetitive pattern of misbehavior. That's what it is. I mean, you can't just say the refs are picking on Green. This goes on all the time with him, Jeff. It goes on constantly with him. I, I know, it, but, you know, it's it just Bill Lambeer, the old NBA, Oak, Oakley, you know, those guys must have been laughing in their soup over that. I mean, it's hey, just, Jeff, 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 you watch the NFL. You're a big 49ers fan, okay? Did you watch the NFL in the 60s and the 70s where wide receivers could get mugged 30, 40, 50, 60 yards down the field? Did you watch the Super Bowl when quarterbacks like Terry Bradshaw and we can go on and on got annihilated and got destroyed? I mean, the rule that you can't go, you can't talk about, and I understand the point you're making, but you can't talk about the bad boys, which is back in the freaking, you know, 80s and compare it to what's going on in 2022. Sports leagues have changed their rules including the NBA and what used to be a Kurt Rambis, Rick Mahorn, I can go on and on. Those fouls are not allowed anymore. Now, I understand that you could make an argument that Draymond Green's foul was borderline one to two, or you might not even make the argument that it was borderline. You think it is one. For somebody that has covered the NBA for decades, and again, this is just my opinion, when I watched the replay because I had seen all the outrage from people. I said to myself, I see that. And I, I said, yep, flagrant too. That's how I saw it. But go ahead. I seen his interview on with uh, Shaq and um, Charles. They they really questioned him on it. They put him on the spot. I don't know if you've seen it or not. They, it was tonight. And he, he basically, you know, he denied everything. He just said, it, Shaq said that uh, the, play, the guy's legs was going out. He was going to fall anyway. Draymond said he wasn't really pulling on him, and Charles didn't. 
Charles basically laughed at that. And uh, they said, Charles said, hell, Draymond, you had two flagrant ones. You hit him upside his head, and then you pulled him down on the jersey. So that he says two flagrant ones equals two, a uh, flagrant two. <laughs> well, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, the other thing is, uh, I guess I was going to bring up the Dumars thing. I mean, wonder why he, he walked out of the building. You know, I do get finally get enough. I'll of- tell you exactly why he walked out of the building because he's going to work for the NBA, which is much better than working for the Kings. That's why, I mean, he knows what it's like being around Vivek Ranadive. He, listen, you know how many employees are at the Kings right now that are trying to move on to other organizations? It's just the way it is. I, I bet a lot. I bet a lot. And, and I'm for not, I don't want to bring in, I like Mark Jackson and he's got great knowledge. I loved him as a player. But you know what? The disciplinarian days are over. These guys are too, they're too coddled. And Mark Jackson's, a, he's, you know, like a papa. He's a disciplinarian. And, you know, he's got really yep. high moral. He's got really high morals. You know, he's a Christian guy. And he, he's, he's just, he's, he wouldn't fit with today. I mean, well, these players. You know, Monty, Monty, Monty Williams, of the, uh, Monty Williams, the head coach of the uh, Phoenix Suns, uh, has great morals and also is a, a quote unquote great Christian guy. And his team is the number one seed in the West. So I, we need to be a little bit careful is, in how we characterize somebody. Uh, well, my point is, is Monty Way a disciplinarian? Is he hard on the players? Like, I think Jackson would get, you know, get right in their, right in their chops and tell them how it yep. is. I don't well, think and, may, and maybe, and maybe, and again, I don't know this, Jeff, maybe Mark Jackson learned something from his previous coaching experience in Golden State and recognizes that he has to change in his next job. I don't know. I'm just speculating that maybe he'll be a little different, but you make a good point. Yeah, you make a good point. Where's, where's Scotty Brooks now? Is he coaching? Am I? No, he's an, he, no, he's an assistant coach. I, I'm for, I think Scotty Brooks would be a good coach. I do, too. Jeff, I'm going to get to some other calls. You have a great rest of the evening. Thank you. All right. Bye. Good stuff right there. All right. Let's move along. Let's get to Ryan here on Listen App. Ryan, good to have you on the show today. What can I do for you, buddy? What's up, Napes? How was the weekend? The weekend was great. What can I do for you? Excellent. So I wanted to talk about the Kings, and I think it's literally a situation where they had a very small pool of coaches they they could choose from and even with Monty I mean might as well send in your resignation now he's made two great draft picks for the Kings but if his hands are tied and he's gonna have to choose Mark Jackson or Mark Brown or uh, Brown as the head coach you know like that that I don't see that being Monty's pick and he's in his last year of guaranteed contract with a fourth year option so where do we go from here? I mean, like you said, people are trying to flee the organization. However, coaches don't want to come here because they know or first-time coaches don't want to come here because that could be a career ender. Hey, it is absolutely imperative that the general manager and the head coach are aligned at the hip. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to have success. I mean, Vladi Divac and Luke Walton were close friends, blah, 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 and it didn't work out. But I'm saying if, if you're not totally aligned at the hip. It has no chance of working. The general manager and the head coach have to work in unison with one another. They almost have to become one. And that's what makes me nervous about what I'm hearing right now with the Kings coaching search. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But at what point do we recognize that Vivek just cannot move off the Warriors? Look at the connections. You mentioned yep. Luke Walton. You know, it, it, it's a little bit concerning at this point. Vivek has no basketball experience. He's an owner. And it, it's kind of scary for Kings fans, to be honest with you, because we're not seeing change. And I, I kind of feel like it was just a PR move when they hired Monty to bring in an independent firm to hire him. Yeah, I again, I don't know about the independent firm and much about them. But what I do know is the Kings are not improving. They're getting worse. I mean, this year they couldn't even qualify as a top 10 team. And they were actually, what, 13th, if I'm not mistaken. So they keep on going backwards. They're not going forward. And I, again, I talked about this, Ryan, last week here on Listen App. If you look at the 10 teams, the eight playoff teams plus the two teams that were in the playing tournament, and of course, one of those eight teams was New Orleans, but you get my drift. Other than maybe, maybe, and I'm generalizing here, maybe other than San Antonio, of those 10 teams in the West, who are the Kings going to be better than next year? Name me one team out of the 10, other than maybe San Antonio, that the Kings are going to be better in. Let's look at the bottom part of that. Are they going to be better than New Orleans? No. Are they going to be better than the Clippers? No. Are they going to be better than the Lakers? No, we all know the Lakers are going to reload. Are they going to be better than seventh place Minnesota? No. Well, we can pretty much guarantee you they're not going to be better than any of the top six place teams. So how how is this team supposed to get better when there's nobody in the draft in all likelihood that's going to be able to come in as a rookie and make a significant impact to get this team into a top eight in the West, or maybe even a top 10. I don't, to me, I don't consider top 10 a playoff team. You're, you're a play like New Orleans this year. All right. They're a playoff team. They won the play in and they got in. So I'll consider them as a ninth seed to be one of the top eight. But again, I, I don't see that happening with Sacramento. I really don't. No, I don't. But what do you think short of Vivek not, and I know this is not an option, Vivek not being the owner, how does this turn around, Grant? What do we do? How do we get a free agent, a big name free agent? Or you're not. Agent? You're not going to. You're, you're not. You're not going to get a big name free agent. Not. You think a big name free agent is coming to Sacramento? It's not happening. You can well, get a. LeBron, you can get a. You, you can get a good player, okay? But you're not going to get a big name free agent. You can get a good player to come here, but that's that's not even likely. It's more unlikely than likely. You can do it, but. To get, a, to get an all-star caliber player here or get a player on the second tier behind an all-star, very unlikely. Probably not going to happen. 
Yeah, I just feel like we're going in circles. Like you said in your opening with Sabonis, you know, likely he will leave if this stuff continues. It, it's just frustrating. It seems like the answer is so obvious, yet nobody in management can actually realize it. I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm not very optimistic about the immediate future of this team. I'm just not. I, I wish I could come on and tell you, oh, yeah, but no, I'm not. And it all starts at the top. And when I see a story like Mark Stein put out today, who's one of the most respected NBA writers in the country, I just say to myself, well, here we go again. Same old story. Absolutely. Hey, last question. I'll uh, let everybody else hop on. What do you think about Doug Christie or Bobby Jackson as a head coach? Bobby Jackson, yes. Doug Christie, no. Doug's nowhere near being ready for a head coach. I think Bobby could be a head coach, and I think Bobby would be very good. I don't think Doug has to make up to be a head coach, but Bobby, I think Bobby could do a hell of a job as a head coach. Now, I'm not saying I would hire him right now. I don't think this franchise is in a position to hire a Bobby Jackson, but if you told me that Bobby was going to be the head coach, I'll tell you, I like, there's a lot of things I like about Bobby. I like the way he thinks about the game. I like the way he is uh, disciplined about the game, his studying, um, doesn't play favorites, uh, doesn't mind being hard on guys, will not be a pushover. Uh, I, I think Bobby could be a very good head coach, but I wouldn't do it right now under this circumstance. For sure. All right, Grant. Well, I appreciate your time. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk soon, Napes. Thank you, buddy. Bye bye. All right. All right if you want to come on the show, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand uh, and we will do it again. The Kings. Tell me who they're going to be better than next year in the West of the 10 teams that I mentioned other than maybe, maybe San Antonio. They're not right. Unless something really crazy happens. I don't see it. You're going to come back with pretty much the for the for the most part, the same roster. And you're going to add a draft pick and maybe some midline players. And now all of a sudden you're going to be better than the teams that I just mentioned in the West. Good luck. That's what I would say. Good luck. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and uh, we will do it. Tomorrow, no show. Uh, I will be unavailable all afternoon, but we'll be with you again on Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be a show a little bit later in the day, probably 4 o'clock, but um, I'll post it on my social media accounts and right here on the app, so you'll be able to uh, uh, keep up to date with everything that I'm doing. Thursday, I'll be with you at 3 o'clock, and in all likelihood, <coughs> excuse me, I will be with you Friday also uh, at 3 o'clock, all right? So hit me up, all right? Let's uh, have a good conversation here, and we are going to get to some more phone calls right here on Listen App with uh, Marty. Hey, Marty, how are you? Doing well. How are you doing today, Grant? I'm good, Marty. What's happening? I'm all right. Can you hear me well? Yes, sir. Perfect. Um, consider me in the minority, but I could honestly care less who's coaching this team. I could really care less. This roster has uh, a lot of holes in it. Uh, DiVincenzo's uh, pissed off right now. There's no shooting around this team. Hit me up after draft and free agency, and then I'll care about who coaches this team. I don't care about Mark Jackson or Brown or Phil Jackson, you name it. Uh, I, I literally <laughs> care less about, about anybody coaching this team. This, this roster sucks. It sucks. What do you need a coach for right now? This roster sucks. Yeah, it's not very good. That's for sure. I mean, you have a legitimate all-star in, in DeMontis Sabonis, 
You've got a player that is good, but not very good or great in De'Aaron Fox, and he's not good all the time. You got a you got a young, promising player in Javion Mitchell. You know, you got a steady player in Harrison Barnes, and then where else do you go? Well, you look at talent on this team. I I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree at all. No, and I think you hit it right on. This this team has a a a legitimate All Star in Sabonis and great complementary pieces around it. De'Aaron Fox, that's a complementary piece. Harrison Barnes, that's a complementary piece. Those aren't people who are going to win that extra game for you. They might win one or two. De'Aaron might right. have a good stretch here and there. But this roster doesn't have what it takes to be a legitimate team. When you look at Phoenix, when you look at Golden State, they have legit stars. And when Devin Booker doesn't have his A game, Chris Paul is there to pick him up. DeAndre Ayton there to pick him up. When Steph Curry doesn't have it going on, he has Draymond and Clay to fall onto. Who does who is Sabonis gonna have? Uh, De'Aaron Fox for a stretch? That's not gonna work. So it doesn't matter who's coaching this team. Uh, you and I are on the same page, Marty. You and I think alike because I totally agree with you. I don't know. You can hit me up. I'll hit you up after the uh, um, draft. Hopefully they they move on from this pick. I don't know. Monty's got a lot of work to do, but it's, it isn't on the coaching field. The, the, this All roster right. needs a lot of work. Have a good evening. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. If you want to get in on uh, the program today, hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it. It's uh, it's the same old story year after year after year, right? Just different coaches, different general managers. Same old problem. Same old problem. Lack of light at the end of the tunnel. Right? I mean, was there anything that happened last year? What I mean last year, I'm just talking about this season that was completed. That would lead you to believe that things are going to get a lot better next year. What are you going to base that on? I've told you for years and years and years, coaching is not the issue with this team. Again, I don't know how many coaches you have to go through before you realize that. I think most of you have realized that. I think most of you understand that coaching is not the issue. And when I see Mark Stein, again, one of the most reputable basketball writers in the country, you know, mentioned Vivek Ranadive and his infatuation, infa, <laughs> he's infatuated rather, he's infatuated, because they don't have to talk for a living, that he's infatuated with Mark Jackson and, you know, loved his interview. And, you know, again, this isn't even necessarily about Mark Jackson. It, it's about who's making the decision. That's what it's about. You know, so. And, you know, again, about Mark Jackson, when's the last time that Mark Jackson coached? Think about it. How come he had, if Mark Jackson's such a great coaching hire prospect, how come he's still looking for a job? Why? It's been a long time since Mark Jackson's been on the sidelines, right? And again, it doesn't mean that he can't do a good job or it doesn't mean he wouldn't be a good coach. I don't know the answer to that. I'm only giving you facts, Okay. It did not end well in Golden State. There were a lot of things that were written and said about Mark Jackson, which were extremely alarming. And now, apparently, he's got he's the lead horse coming around the fourth turn. So we'll see. All right, what is today? Monday, right? Well, we know by the end of the week, probably will. Probably will. And then is the head coach going to, be allowed to bring in his entire staff? Is he going to be able to make complete coaching decisions? Or are the owners or the owner going to demand that you keep this guy and keep that guy? Well, you know, again, it's the same problem. 
If you're going to hire a coach, let the coach hire his own staff. And if the, if the new coach that's coming in wants to keep current coaches, that would be his prerogative. If not, then you get a whole new coaching staff. That's the only way it works. You want to run your franchise correctly or do you not want to run it correctly? Are you going to let Monty McNair make the decision or are you not? Are you going to let Monty McNair do his job or are you not? Are you going to let Monty McNair decide what the coach can and cannot do with the staff or are you not? It's pretty simple to me. Pretty simple to me. Really is. You know, if this franchise had had a degree of success with Vivek making decisions, I would say, sure. He's proven that he is a, a basketball man. He's proven that his decisions have been the right ones. So by all means, be part of the process. But we all know that's not the case. That's not the case. So change is needed, but it doesn't appear it's happening. Hey, Jerry, how are you today, Jerry? I'm fine, Grant. How are you? I'm okay, buddy. What's up? Hey, I got a question for you. Do you think uh, Joe Dumars left because maybe he went to Vivek saying that he wanted more power over the franchise? Or do you think it was just time for him to go? I have no idea and I don't want to misspeak. So I can't answer that question because I have no knowledge of why. But it seemed that he took a pretty good position with the NBA. So I'll just leave it at that. And Grant, you know what? I mean, with the, uh, with the ownership and... You know, you would think after year, after year, after year, it's the same old boat. You would think that Vivek would just sit down and be like, you know what? Okay, obviously, it's not working what I'm trying to do. So, you know, I'm going to leave the people that I hire to let them run my team. Why? Why doesn't he just do that? You know, Jerry, I got back to Sacramento about two weeks ago. And so I've been out and about a lot. You know how many people have come up to me and said the same thing? Like, I mean, I, I can't even begin to tell you. I was at the store yesterday. Okay. I was at the grocery store. And I had a guy come up to me and say the exact same thing. I go to the golf course. I go into a meeting like I was just earlier. And I have someone that I didn't even know knew me walk up to me. I mean, when I mean that, I mean, like, they were part of the meeting. And I was like, this person doesn't. Even, and they started talking to me about Vivek. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it's I can't even begin to tell you how many people have come up to me and said the same thing. So uh, I think the word is out. I think people are just fed up. They're frustrated. And they're tired of another bad decision possibly being made by this organization. You know, Grant, I just hope that this uh, this next coach that comes in and I mean, you know, if you have the same the same players like you do year in, year out, you bring in a coach. I mean, what's going to change, Grant? What just the face? I mean, it, I mean, yeah. doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't I don't understand. I mean, what Vivek, Ron and eBay, you know, Grant, it's just so frustrating because you know, and I've been a Kings fan. Uh, a long time ever since they came here and and it's the same thing over and over and over and you know it's getting old it's it's getting really old yep jerry have a good evening always good hearing from you take care appreciate it all right we got more phone calls uh to get to all you got to do is hit your hand icon and i'll put you right up on the air hello brian welcome to the show how you doing today hey grant good talking to you again hey same with this topic uh put the shoe on the other foot what would Vivek say is the problem? Like, obviously, we all see the problem. He thinks he's smarter than everyone else and what have you. If he were on the air right now, what would he say is the problem with the Canes? 
Depends what his advisor would tell him to say. He doesn't say anything without being coached. So I, I don't really know. It would be the person that's next to him telling him what to say. It's him and his his advisors outside of the, you know, the GM and that management team, like advising him more or less. Yeah, I mean, Vivek's not comfortable doing interviews. He never has been, um, but he's not allowed to go on any uh, interview without a PR person and another high-level management person next to him. He's not. He, he's not comfortable. Um, he just. It's not. It's not his forte. Which doesn't make him a bad guy, by the way. There are other people that are in high-profile positions that aren't comfortable doing interviews. But he's not. He's not. Like for instance, you couldn't have. Vivek, hypothetically, call in to me right now, be in a room all by himself and just answer questions. He wouldn't do it. He would not do right. it. He, he just cannot do that. And again, I'm not trying to paint a, a horrible picture of the man in terms of there are a lot of there are there are other people that are in high profile positions that are not comfortable doing interviews. But he's he's really uncomfortable doing interviews. He's very uncomfortable doing interviews. Yeah. Well, this is just getting worse and worse, and it's just, just like you, you lose. You, I don't even have any words to say anymore. It's just crazy, you know, insanity every year after year. Yep. And uh, like as you've yep. alluded to, like it doesn't matter who what coach no. it is. It's just I, I, I'll guarantee you. I'll guarantee. I'll guarantee you right now. I will absolutely guarantee you. In the last couple of hours, with the announcement of Joe Dumars leaving to go to the NBA, I will absolutely unequivocally. 100% guarantee you that there has been another high-level basketball executive, when I mean high-level, someone that is well-known, who is currently unemployed, that is looking for a job in the NBA, and they have already talked to Vivek today. And instead of Vivek not answering the phone, Vivek has answered the phone and is talking to that individual because Vivek is swayed so easily. So don't be surprised if in the next few weeks, next few months, all of a sudden, you hear of another person in the Sacramento Kings front office. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it sounds like he's so enamored with analytics and everything like that to where you know, the common sense using yeah. your eyeballs with players yep. and, and team continuity, what have you, is just hey, I, it's hey, low, on, Brian, it's low on the checklist. Brian, I got some analytics for you. Let me throw out some numbers for you. 52. That's how many games the Kings lost this year. Let me throw out some more numbers since we're speaking about analytics and everything, okay? Yeah. After all of the people that are in the analytic department breaking down possessions, what combinations are best on the floor together, what players are best to be picked up as free agents, which players are best coming off the bench, which players are best starting, let me give you another number, 30. That's how many games the Kings won. Let me give you some more analytics, okay? How about yeah. 115? 115 points allowed. The worst in the NBA. Do you want some more analytics or should I stop there? Get Take your analytics and throw them down the freaking toilet. All right? Give me yeah. some players that want to play, that have a freaking heart, that give a damn, who are talented, who are going to get this team to a point where fans want to spend their hard-earned money to go root for them, stand up and cheer for them, and come out night after night. Those are the analytics that I want. Give me some players that give a damn, that have a heart, that give a freaking 
crap about what they're doing night in, night out. Don't give me De'Aaron Fox, who's moping and looks like he doesn't give a damn if he's on the court for the first four months of the season, doesn't look like he wants to play defense, and then all of a sudden you make a trade and he looks like he wants to play again. That's not the type of player that I want on the Sacramento Kings. I want a guy that's busting his ass every single night. That's the type of guy I want on the team. I couldn't say it any better. And on top of what you said, if you really want me to drive my car off the road and crash, the Kings will announce they just traded for my favorite player, James Harden. (laughs) 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 All right. See you, buddy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Killing me right there. I'm serious, though. You know, I'm not. I'm picking on De'Aaron Fox a little bit. You know why I'm picking on him? The Kings made an investment in him, and they made a commitment to him. They made a they made a financial commitment to him, and they said we believe in you, and we're going to give you a max deal when he wasn't a max player, but they did it anyway, and that's the way he responds. Seriously, for the first several months of the season, that's the way you want your guy that you made a commitment to responding both on the floor and in press conferences. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, come on now. I mean, what's going on here? Unbelievable. I mean, I get the frustration. Trust me. And I've been saying this for years and years and years and years. I'm frustrated too. People always Grant's bitter. Yeah, I'm bitter, all right. But you know what? I'm not bitter at the Kings fans. I can tell you that. I'm not bitter. Because I love the Kings fans. And I will be aligned with the Kings fans until I take my last breath. And if and when I move back to Sacramento, hopefully more when than if. Okay, I'll be right with you. I'll be hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder, right with you every single step of the way. And even though I'm currently not living in Sacramento, I'm still with you, hand in hand. You just don't know it, but I am. Trust me. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll always be with you. Always. That will never, ever change. All right? And there are so many other things that are wrong with this franchise. And it starts at the top. It starts at the top. It really does. You know it, and I know it. It's just, uh, it's it's, a, it's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. It's absolutely hard to believe what's going on. All right, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand, and we'll do it. Interesting series starting later with Phoenix and Dallas. That's going to be a hell of a series. Of course, without Joel Embiid for Philadelphia, at least in games one and two, that's a huge detriment that's going on currently in Miami. But uh, again, we're talking about that. We're talking about the Kings head coaching search and the NFL draft uh, is in the books. All right. And if you ask me on social media what I thought of the New York Giants draft, my standard answer is not going to change. I will let you know in three years. I'll let you know in three years. I'll let you know in three years. So we got a lot going on. If you want to get on before I wrap it up for today, again, just hit that hand icon and we can talk about it. But if, if Mark Jackson is named new head coach of the team, he's going to have to overcome the perception. Okay. And that's what the word is right now. Because if you look at social media and you look what's going on, the fans are not clamoring to have Mark Jackson as the coach. And if Mark Jackson is hired, 
You and I both know it's going to be Vivek wanted him, Vivek hired him, and now Mark Jackson comes into a situation where he's already behind the eight ball. That's just the reality of the situation. Hello, Al. How are you today? I'm good, Nate. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. What can I do for you? Well, you know, the whole thing with the with the owner, that that's that's just the death now, man. Yeah, I hate to say it. You know, the meddling owner. You and I have seen a lot of sports over the years. The meddling owner, man, it's just like, oh, my, you know, it's almost because, you know, how are you going to get like a a real quality, uh, you know, head coach, a guy who's established? Greg Popovich would never take this job. He's not going to with with Brown at Eve here. So it's just I feel and I'm with you on the Kings fans because we moved here in 89 and. I was amazed at the Kings fans and their passion. They certainly deserve a lot better, but it's it's sad to see. It's 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 tough to look at. But I also want to say, uh, did you see Robert Sala's uh, comments on the media when they were telling, "Hey, you guys had a great draft," and, and he I said, "He said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Well, that's that's what you that's for you guys to to say because I don't know." You know, nobody knows. He goes. He even right. pointed out when he was yep. with the with a coach with the Seahawks, and they drafted uh, Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, and he said they got a grade a D. So he, his point was just, yeah. just you always appointed this. He doesn't know. You know, he, no, he, nobody knows. And, and so I was just laughing when I saw that because he said, and he said that's for you guys to make your yep. little statement like you did with that yep. with your draft grades, but. Uh, who do you like? Uh, do you think Memphis, the Warriors, can still hang with Memphis? Because I was talking no. to my friend, and he just thinks Memphis is just too big and strong. No, I'll tell you Warriors. what I think the difference in this series is. And I was talking about this before game one with somebody. Yeah. Memphis does not have the pedigree from playoff experience at the end of games to beat Golden State. I saw it a little bit in the Minnesota series. And – Against Minnesota, you can get away with that. You can't get away with that against Golden State. I mean, they had a golden opportunity to win game one on their home floor mm-hmm. with the Draymond ejection. Clay Thompson missing those two free throws. And they didn't get the key possessions that they needed, and they lost. So I think the biggest difference in this series right now is playoff experience. Because here's right. what I think is going to happen. Well, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to make a prediction. The Warriors are not going to lose games because they beat themselves. They right. might lose a game because Memphis outplayed them, but they're not going to they're not going to beat themselves. Memphis beat right. themselves the other night. And that you're not mm-hmm. going to see Golden State do that. That to me is the biggest difference in this series. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
you know, that's where experience is just so, so valuable. I mean, talent, you got to have talent, you know, but I mean, experience, it just speaks like volumes on that. So you're right. The Warriors wouldn't blink, you know, they're not going to blink if they, you know, on, on, in tough situations, you know, like, like Memphis blinked, you know, and then it, it was yep. right there was right on, on the silver platter is yep. in Draymond, man. Now I don't, let me ask you, is it flagrant too? Is that, does that mean suspension or, or well, no. he's now accumulated enough points. If he gets another flagrant two, then he would serve a one game suspension after that. So no, he'll be able to play in game uh, two, but if he gets another flagrant two, uh, then, then he would be suspended for uh, the next game. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of I know what Jeff was uh, st- stating because a lot of these players, you know, they get this reputation. You know, you make your bed, you sleep in it, like To. Yep. There's always been guys over the years in all the leagues. They get this reputation, and maybe there's a little bit of that in in a call or something or a judgment. And you know what though? Hey, you made your bed. Now you're sleeping in it, yeah. you know, so yep. stop complaining and shut up and just, you know, yep. but I don't know if anybody can take Draymond aside, Steph or, or Clay or, no, they or, can't. or Ig- Iggy. No, they can't. No, they know they, yeah. they don't even try. They know they can't. They, they, they know yeah. that Draymond is what he is. He's not going to change. He admits he's not going to change. And the players on the team know that they have to put up with yeah. what that is. They know they don't try to, they, they trust me that years ago. Yes, but not anymore. Okay. All right, pal. I just want to chime in after the weekend. Thanks for all your mistakes. Thanks for being patient with us and uh, coming on. Have a good day. I'll be talking to you. Thanks, buddy. Great hearing from you as always. Love hearing from Al. All right. So no show tomorrow. I'll be with you on Wednesday. Uh, probably four o'clock. I got a lot of things I'm doing this week, which are unfortunately in the uh, afternoon. So it just, um, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it, but I want to thank you for your patience. I want to thank you for, uh, being flexible with me when I come on and do this show. I do aim for consistency. Trust me. I really do. Uh, but there are times when that is not possible. Uh, today, Uh, was one of those times and tomorrow will be one of those times. So, hey, make it a fabulous evening. All right. Enjoy your Monday evening and uh, I will talk to you soon. All right. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.